It's five minutes with me. Hi, folks. Marco here. Welcome to Five Minutes with Marco. Hey, you are listening to an episode that here we are after like 80 episodes, and it's the very first time I've had a guest on Five Minutes with Marco. There's not a lot of room for guests in five minutes, but I'm trusting that my friend Brock Morgan will be short-winded. Uh, Brock and I have been friends for, gosh, I don't know, at least 25 years, I think. Uh, when we first met when we were both junior high youth workers at churches near each other, and we worked together. He lived in my home for a little while. He's currently the uh, youth pastor and some other stuff, associate pastor uh, at the Bridge Church in Chino, California. Is that right? Did I get it right, Brock? Yeah, man, you got it right. Awesome. Okay. Brock <laughs> is the author of The Anxious Teen, uh, an excellent book, and thought we'd talk for a few minutes about anxiety in teenagers. So, Brock, my first question for you is, it seems like all the youth workers that I interact with have noticed a significant rise in the quantity of teenagers who are struggling with anxiety. Can you give us some indication of why that might be? For sure. I mean, we know that in 2010, 5 million more teenagers got a smartphone than it ever had one before. And mm -hmm. we know that, uh, 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 cell phones are super addicting. They've the uh, social media is super addicting. Screens of all kinds are super addicting. Um, and it's not that addiction problem is not just with teenagers, dude, it's with me. Like I have my own issues with, uh, picking up my phone at ridiculous times, um, because I I'm just drawn to it, but this has caused significant anxiety among young people among humanity really and it's having uh, some serious impact uh in the kids that we are working with as youth workers every day and mm -hmm. so yeah they look at their social media and anxiety levels raise because of this compare this constant uh uh deal with comparing themselves to the beautiful lives on social media um, we all present amazing lives uh, and experiences um, on our social media threads. And that has a uh, serious impact. We have gaming addictions, which has serious impact among young people. But then there are some other reasons besides screens and people can uh, Google, you know, it, uh, screen impact and smartphone impact. But there's some other uh, reasons for uh, addiction uh, being a rise. Like what? And I would say, I would say one of them is happiness is all the rage huh. so if i don't constantly feel happy huh. there's something wrong and so mom and dads feel like it's their job to make yeah. sure their children are always happy right so uh let's say little tommy is feeling sad mom and dad feel like it's their job to to make him feel happy. Little Tommy is feeling angry. Well, that's their job to calm him down. And so mm -hmm. little Tommy has grown up always feeling like if he's not happy, then there's something really wrong. And this has really been at a detriment mm. to young mm. Tommy. And mm. so um, he's never learned that actually it's normal and healthy yeah. to sometimes feel sad or frustrated or guilty or disappointed and even angry sometimes that, huh. that that's uh, these are healthy emotions 
And so we have a, a, a generation of young people who just have not learned how to cope with some of those things because happiness is all the rage. Yeah. Hey, hey I got Brock, more. You, I'm sure you could give us more. We, we, we're never, we'll never get it under five. People need to <laughs> have their appetite wept so they wet so they can read the book, right? But um, can you tell us you got a personal connection to this topic that is not about screens? Can you give us thirty seconds on that? Uh, one evening, I started uh, what I thought was—I thought I was having a heart attack, and uh, I got rushed to the hospital <laughs> and uh, went, went through a test. Spent spent the night there, and uh, this actually happened three different times. I don't say that in the huh. book, huh. but that's how clueless I was that I was actually having panic attacks and dealing with severe anxiety because of the work environment I was in. Mm. And at, there are times, and I think youth workers uh, can say amen, where the church can be a very difficult place to minister in. And dude, I felt it. And yeah. my wife came to me and was like, Brock, um, you need to go get help because you're a mess. I thought she was overreacting uh. <laughs> and uh was like no but actually this kept occurring from time to time and i realized i need help i got counseling i got help and the cool thing is that this was about tw a little after 2010 all of a sudden all these kids started dealing with anxiety and i knew exactly wow. what they were dealing with and before that i wouldn't have had a clue i uh. just would have been like dude, get over it. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. it felt, it filled me with such empathy because I understood what they were going through and it kind of became my secret power. Oh, that's interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we wrap up uh, again, <laughs> I don't want to treat this topic lightly by saying, give us a few tips, but give us a few tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll go quickly and then you just say, all right, stop when we're running out of time. Okay. I think number one, reintroduce prayer and meditation as a normative rhythm in your ministry. So I realized mm. that kids are coming in with this stuff on the outside. They might look fine, but dude, this mm. is a, this is an epidemic. Yeah. And we have to be aware of that. And so I noticed that we were doing announcements longer than we were teaching kids how to pray. Huh. or praying at all yeah and so we started making prayer and meditation meditating on the word or uh, leading them through different prayers silence being still these kinds of things and it became normal to the point mm. where our kids now if we don't have times of prayer or at the very least where they can go get prayed for after a talk before they run off to small group they feel like they're getting ripped huh. and so our place, we need to create sanctuary for our for our kids, and youth group should be the safest place for them. Yeah, and a place where they're understood, a place where they can sense God's presence, and so we have to make that a priority. That that would be like step okay. one. Awesome. Um, I would also say become small group focused. If you're a small youth group, you have a huge, massive advantage of this, but we'll, we're noticing the rise of social anxiety. So walking into a room full of mm. your peers that you may not know, or you don't spot that one friend, anxiety levels go up. So begin in small groups, 
make it a focus. We've even done the buddy system where mm -hmm. we have a, a, a kind of mentoring. You can kind of think of mentoring happening where they come in, they meet their mentor. They're mm -hmm. eventually, or excuse me, immediately put into their small group. So all of a sudden we've noticed the anxiety levels mm -hmm. coming down. Um, and so quick third one. that would be a, a quick third one. Uh, you have to, as a youth worker, connect with and be in partnership with experts because you will be a first responder. Yeah. So kids trust you. They know you love them. And so when they're struggling, they're going to come to you and you can't just be a listening ear. You have to get them to the people who can, who can actually, you're going to be out of your depth very quickly mm. and you got to get them to a counselor to help. That is huge as youth workers, as first responders, that we are a bridge to get them to the right person where they can have health and wholeness going forward. Awesome. Thank you, Brock. You guys, uh, one of the things I just have always loved about Brock is that he's he's still in the trenches doing this every week, man. And uh, it's been amazing in the last uh, year or two. How long have you been at your current role? Two and a half. Yeah, to see uh, how your ministry has taken on a whole new tone to it as you've started to be more intentional about addressing these issues and creating space for it. So thanks, man. Everybody, blessings. Make sure you read The Anxious Teen. The Youth Cartel Podcast Network.